Hey everyone, uh, welcome to Legit Bad, first of all. This is a collaboration we did with Jonah and Joshua from True Theater Radio. They do a mix of audio drama and long-form discussion, so go check them out for sure. This is kind of a one-off from what we normally do, but we had a great time working with these guys, and I think they have something really great going on over at their show, so go check them out for sure. They're available on all podcast platforms, so be sure to like and subscribe their show or whatever people do on the internet, you know. But enjoy the show, and we will see you back again Sunday for our regular show. Just a quick note, please stay till the end of this and future episodes to hear the epilogue of the dramatized portion of the show. Thanks. In a time of great sadness and corruption, many were deceived and fell prey to the eye of Illuminat. Knowledge of the realm was covered in darkness. People fell for the schemes of those doing the bidding of the eye. Having over 60% of their crops taken, those who brought news from down the main stream of Medea was full of lies that would cause confusion in the hearts and minds of those who sought it out. People shrouded their faces in fear of invisible plague, and men were chopping their dicks off in record number. However, there was a relic thought to be only of myth that was so powerful it would bring healing and peace throughout the land. It was a baseball bat of legend, believed to have the ability to stop the eye, but like all formulaic stories, ours begins in the most unlikely of places. Come in. You summoned me, Elder? Yes, young man. Please, have a seat. Okay, thank you. I'm not gonna beat around the bush, young lad. The village has grown tired of your stay here. I don't understand. You don't seem to fit in here. We are peaceful people. As a community, we share our joys, sorrow, tears, and laughter. Yeah, I love to laugh. Gaga block block. Which brings me right to the point and the crux of the matter. You don't seem to know where to draw the line. Everything to you is... Uh, in jest. But that is my contribution to the village. And you have contributed far more than anyone has asked for. If your jokes were traded in the village, you would have flooded the market and the price has plummeted. But it's who I am. Yes, and who you are doesn't fit in here. Do you know what my name is? Village Elder? I mean my true name. No. My name is Galanoth. The village blacksmith, his name is Raynor. The cobbler, Valkanor. The butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker, all three syllables, all sound badass. And what is your name? Joe. Yes, it's Joe. It's three letters. But it doesn't sound badass. 
You don't fit in here. Right. And enough with the sound effects. I don't know where you got that confounded magic sound box, but it is played. The orphanage found it in my swaddling cloth. I really don't care. It's not that we don't care about you, son. We do. Which is why I'm sending you away. Sounds real caring. So you can find your true purpose. You can stay till morning, but I personally love it if you left right now. Okay, thank you. He really knows how to suck a wiener, fucker. So after a late lunch the following day, Joe set out to unknown lands to seek out his true purpose, whatever that was. Over hills and valleys, lakes and mountains, Joe recorded many new sounds, met many new faces, annoying the hell out of everyone. Till one evening, just as the sun was setting over the wood elf forest, Joe came across a most interesting character. He had a long beard, pointed hat that drooped ever so slightly, and a long tie-dyed robe. But what was most interesting of all were the gems and stones of every shape and color levitating and swirling about him as if they were drawn to his presence. That is amazing! I've never been able to get them to land softly. Otherwise, it looks cool. Who are you? I am the greatest wizard in the realm, according to my stepmom. Gems and stones are my specialty. My name is Ben. A three-letter name? My name is Joe. Three-letter names may not sound badass, but they are great for hearing it in a crowd. What kind of gems do you specialize in? I have every kind of gem and stone, no throughout the land. Each one has its own mystical power for every type of purpose. That is so cool. What's your skill, good sir? My tiny little nipples went to France. I see. <laughs> that is hilarious. You think so? Let me see that magic sound box of yours. What, what, what is this engraving? Not sure. It looks like a missing piece, but it's always worked. Here you go. And guard it with your life. It's part of who you are. I will. Where are you headed? I'm seeking out the baseball bat of Olor to retrieve it from the clutches of the Eye of Illuminat and give it to King Tonus. Isn't that just a myth? Hey, I just had rocks rolling around me and told you I'm a wizard. Why does everyone always doubt legends in a magical land? Oh, I thought that was just a myth. Let me hop on my unicorn and get back to the Tree of Destiny before the portal closes. All myth is rooted in truth, and I will find the bat. That logic checks out, but why are you out to find it? Open your eyes, dude. The realm is going to dragon shit. And I believe the only thing that can help stop it is one big, hard, throbbing... There's that fag talk we talked about. <laughs> baseball bat. Can I come with? Sure. I don't see why not. So off the unlikely pair ventured toward the mountain where the Eye of Illuminat was thought to dwell. Ben showed Joe all he knew about stones and gems... Joe entertained Ben with every sound under the two moons, and Ben laughed all the while. I think we'll camp here for the night. I'm beat. Me too.
What was that? I don't know. We should have a look. Well, it wouldn't be any kind of quest without mysterious noises leading to imminent danger. Come on. Joe and Ben snuck around the bend and noticed the dancing of light from a campfire flickering off the rock wall. Just then they both saw it. An eight-foot-tall creature so fugly this narrator simply doesn't want to mention it. In contrast, just beyond the hideous thing, Joe saw the most beautiful woman he had ever laid eyes on, tied to a tree at the mercy of the creature. Oh no, whatever shall I do? I never thought this would happen to me, being trapped in a cliché. Okay, so here's our options. We can try to save the girl by risking our lives in the quest that will bring peace and prosperity to the entire realm. Or we don't. But she's hot. Huh. <laughs> Never let it be said I wasn't a solid wingman. Right on. So what's the plan? You go over there and create a diversion. Try to get it to walk into that conveniently large unstable boulder. I'll stay here and use my powers to get the boulder to crush it. Word. Okay, Joe, time to drop some sound. Anytime, Ben. Loud noises! That's it. Just a little closer. Now! Nice. Joe, go untie the lady. Don't mind if I do. No funny business. But funny is my business. Just get me off this tree. Thanks, guys. You okay? Of course I'm okay. I have like 10 friends as hot as me, and they've all had the same scenario happen to them with slight variations. If you two hadn't come along, someone else would have. Wind and sails gone. What's your name? It's Jen. Another three-letter name. I'm Joe, and this here is Ben. All three-letter names. What are the odds? I'm always getting shit about my name from those bitches Zelina and Sarlotta. Three of three are we, three to he, to he. What the hell was that? Joe has a magical sound box that brings delight to all who hear it. It's what I do. Well, could you do it in your own time? Oh, you want to hear some of those? I've made so many sounds in my own. Jen, may I be so bold as to examine the stone affixed to your necklace? I suppose. Seems I get a different one every week from some new prince trying to unite the kingdoms, if you know what I mean. It's exquisite. Of all the stones and gems I have, I've never seen one such as this, and the pattern seems very familiar. Jen, where is it you require to be escorted? Well, being as hot as I am, I don't have any need for money, land, or food, and I'm pretty bored, so I'm up for whatever. Want to go with us to seek out the legendary baseball bat? I thought that was just a legend. You see? Every time. We are on a quest for the bat to the mountain where the Eye of Illuminat dwells and bring it to King Anthony. Sounds like a party. Jen has joined your party. 
right, so, after a night of hearty stew over the fire, washed down with a flagon of mead and laughter, the trio set out toward their destination, with absolutely no plan or idea of what they were in for. Before nightfall, they reached the mountain. In front of it was a massive cave entrance with a sign that said, No Trespassing. We've made it! This place is pretty spooky. Yeah, duh. It's an evil lair. Well, we didn't come all this way to stand around. Let's go. I hope this isn't too much farther. It's so dark in here. Wait, I can see light up ahead. Standing in a large circle stood black-robed men and women, each holding a goblet in their hands. In the center of the circle was a large pool of water. Above the pool was none other than the Eye of Illuminat. But the Eye was not what our heroes expected. It's a giant asshole. This is not what I signed up for. Of course! The Eye of Illuminat isn't an eye at all! Hmm, it's a brown eye. Oh god, it's crowning. That is a lot of shit. That is seriously gross. What are those people doing? They're sco scooping up the shit water in those goblets they're holding. But why? Shh, they're saying something. Shit water in hand, each entity in the circle held up their goblets and speaking incantations. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. 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 One by one, each of the black robed figures walked toward the large opening, leading to the outside of the cave. A constant stream of foul, flowing water cascaded down the side of the mountain to the river below. Oh my god, that river is connected to the mainstream of Medea. That is what has been poisoning the hearts and minds of people. But what about the bat? Where is it? Just as Joe asked the question, he saw a lone bat being used to prop open the hatch that allowed the free flow of shit water to exit the cave. Over there. But why is it being used for something as simple as a wedge? As a mockery. The bat is meant for good. They're using it against the people for evil. How do we get it? There is only one way to dispel lies and corruption. What is that? Your true purpose, Joe. Your true purpose. Laughter. You must help us and everyone laugh at the eye and all that serve it. This is the moment you've been destined for. I believe in you, Joe. Okay, here I go. You literal asshole. Hey, what was that? I think you're just full of shit and it's time to put your lies in context. Over there. Doo-doo, bud. They're discovering our disgusting secret. Not so funny now, is it? Get them. It's not working. The lies are too strong. Whatever shall we do? Joe, your sound box. Jen, give me your necklace. Now I know why the shape of the stone was so familiar. It's the same shape as the engraving on Joe's sound box. Joe, take the stone and put it in the engraving on the box. Okay, whatever you say. 
Joe took Jen's stone and placed it in the engraving of his sound box. The box began to glow and vibrate with a power he had never felt before. I can't believe it! The stone has become a new button! What will it do? Only one way to find out. Hurry, they're getting closer! Here goes something. Bombarded by the compilation of sounds from Joe's sound box, the eye and his followers burst into flames that smelled of burnt feces. It's working! Yeah! Take that, you gayness anus! You did it, Joe. The eye has been defeated. For now. It's what I do. Ugh, I'm not gonna get this smell out for weeks. Joe, you've earned the honor. Go and retrieve the baseball bat of legend. With a dignified stride, Joe approached the bat, gripping its shaft and pulling hard. Joe freed the bat from its watery prison, causing the hatch to slam shut. The poopy flow was stopped from leaving the mountain. I've got it. It's more beautiful than I could have imagined. What could it be used for? We must bring it to King Tonus, for only he has been granted the knowledge of the bat's power, lest it fall in the wrong hands. That bat seems pretty legit, but we have another problem, guys. What now? The water. With nowhere for the water to go, the cave slowly began to fill with the liquid sludge. Uh, unless anyone in here is a plumber, while also inventing plumbing, we have to leave now. Run! Yeah, figure it out. Figure it out. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So this is the uh, the actual first official, I guess you could say, episode of True Theater Radio. Uh, we are here with our first uh, honorary guest of Legit Bat, and uh, I'll let Josh like ask you guys some stuff because he's been a fan of you guys and he he's listened to everything. I've listened to to some of you guys' stuff, but. He's listened to all your stuff, and it was, if it wasn't for him, I wouldn't have been able to even create what I created for the most part. It wouldn't have made a lot of sense, but after getting a feel for what you guys are doing and stuff, what you guys do, um, it was we were able to kind of create something I think was pretty, pretty funny and special. I mean, quite frankly, I've listened to it thousands of times at this point, and I'm kind of tired of hearing it. <laughs> but uh I, but it was fun nonetheless so um uh why don't you guys just introduce yourselves uh even though it's all in the pre-recording but uh let you guys introduce yourselves and we're gonna have links to you guys show on our website and stuff like that so people can get a feel uh feel for uh what you guys are all about which i think will help people uh appreciate the actual audio drama that we made a little bit better so how about you go ahead and introduce yourselves yeah, so I, I'm glad you said that, uh, getting a feel for what we do, because we try to get a feel for what we do every show, and it's always different. Every show is different, but 
how it start I, i'm joe by the way jen's my wife Hi. co-host the hot chick the hot chick from the drama yeah. <laughs> right. and sure. ben the Which wizard funny because i had no idea what you guys look like till i was doing the album <laughs> art <laughs> that's probably for the best <laughs> i was like it's like I'm like writing what these people are about. Like I have no idea what they look like. If I had to come up with some kind, of, I had to like scour the internet, and I was like, I'm just gonna go on Rockfin and do a screenshot, which is basically <laughs> how I got y'all's pictures out of there. So. Yeah, no, Google would have worked. Nice. They would have said like, Yeah, make me taller, Brad Pitt. That works. That's way <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, oh, no, I mean, put, a, put a hat on you with people, a with a fabulous religious. People have no business doing a video podcast, and for some reason we're doing that. But people seem to watch, so whatever. No, but uh, so about what we're about though that that's a interesting one uh i think feel like we just told the story probably but the the name is one thing but the actual show is wildly different it's not anything close to the name well that's okay i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna stop you right there this is what this is kind of what we're about if people don't know what you're about by now they need to go listen to your show. We're not going to rehash stuff y'all have already talked about in your show a thousand times. You know how many times I've listened to your show and you have to tell the whole damn story about the bat I thing? Know. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I heard it a thousand If you didn't yeah. know, you should have listened to other shows. It's like, whatever. Yeah. Oh, what's well, the so bad though? Like, if we we're on it. else's show and they ask us, and because they they genuinely don't know, sometimes, like when we had Crow on, I was like, can we talk about this off air? Like we told this story. <laughs> well, we definitely don't want to go on Crow Triple Seven yeah. and be like, "We're a dick joke," you know? Like we want to be taking right, a little. Right, yeah. He's like, "Why is the bat legit?" I'm like, ah, yeah, I'll tell you later. Ask Tony. <laughs> I mean, huh. <laughs> well, that's actually how I found y'all because I was had a, I was su subscribed to Crow Triple Seven's tele uh, Telegram, and he just popped up. and says, "I'm going to be on the Legit Bad Podcast." I'm like, "Well, I like pros. I'm going to see what he has to say," and I was immediately like. Oh my God! Finally, a, like a truth or podcast that isn't depressing, <laughs> yeah. right? Oh, yeah, I, I, thought, I, like I thought your story about finding us was going to involve googling legit bat, which I assumed would come up with some really <laughs> wild fucking thing. No, yeah. As long as you have your safe search turned on, it comes right. up with that podcast or the watermelon legit bat. There's a whole brand of legit bats that really? are different colors. Yeah. Uh, no, keep your safe unrelated. search off. I live on the edge. <laughs> I, I like to see, like, you know, mature avocado. Look that up sometime, people. Mature avocado. Have you so, heard that one? The mature avocado. Oh, that was no. on Forbidden Knowledge yeah, News. Don't Google it now or if you're at work, but do it in your own time. Do it on your, uh, okay. your alone time. Yeah. Yeah. Or Blue Waffle, which, by the way, now we know everybody who's listening is going to do that. Yeah. So mature avocado, though, to be fair, all I wanted to see was what a, I grow avocado trees. So I wanted to see what a mature avocado tree looked like. So I Googled <laughs> mature avocado. I mean, it's always something for something. I, there were no trees in the pictures, in the images. <laughs> <laughs> soon, soon everything's going to happen. I mean, Well, I'll just uh, I'll just get straight straight to a few of few of the things I was going to talk about, because I think I'm going to I'm not going to have too much uh, as far because I know my brother has tons of stuff he wants to ask you, because, like I said, he's been a big fan. Uh, one of the things he wants to ask, he wanted he wrote down for some of the questions was for one, did y'all actually have fun doing the audio drama part of it? Oh, hell yeah. I, I've never Absolutely. done anything like that. I know Ben had a blast. He gave you guys three takes of every line for Christ's sake. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just read through it once. I think I fucked up one line or something, and then I I didn't even listen to it because I'm like, well, it is what it is, and it ended up sounding like me, a very poor actor, and just 
But that's what we wanted. We wanted the, yeah. that, that. That was what made it charming, though. We kind of liked that. It's hammy. <laughs> we wanted that hammy feel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it came across great for in, to describe our show was perfect because if if there's anybody out there who knows who's been following us for any amount of time, it makes sense that audio drama makes total fucking sense. Because yeah. Because I was I was even thinking of like I was even thinking like the first scene, which I'll just say off the bat uh, <laughs> off the bat. The, <laughs> the uh, don't uh, we're not we are not going to talk about anything past uh, when you guys leave the cave. Because it's okay. going to be a spoiler. Because that's going to cut. That's going to be the prologue of this episode. So we don't want to. We don't want to talk about any of that stuff. They're going to hear that at the end. So we're everything up until the point where you guys leave the cave. We can talk all about that. Um, but what I was going to put. What I was going to say was. Um, well, for one thing, no offense to you two, but Ben knocked it out of the park when it came to his lines. I was like, holy crap! He gave me so much so much to, to work with it was like almost easy yeah we but, were laughing uh, ben we ben we were both laughing we we're like oh my god ben is so fucking good at this <laughs> like, like, we actually uh, played so we played his three takes because joe had it recorded joe yeah. and i sat out on the patio after he recorded and we just listened to his three takes of just his three lines on full blast <laughs> on the lads like on the <laughs> over sound system on our patio. Yeah, I <laughs> it put was you so on the funny. patio speakers. Yeah, it was. It's, yeah, it's we were hysterical. dying. Yeah, I we, we thought it was hysterical. It's like, oh man, we've got to see if this guy wants to be on some more. So Ben, thank you. You were great on it. You will be <laughs> called later on. You will be <laughs> called later on. To it. After listening to it, and knowing how I spoke the lines, I was like, oh. So it's hard when you don't have the the whole. I mean, we had the story right in front of us, but like, yeah, I, I didn't have the picture in my head until the sound effects and shit were added in. So I I'm, trying, I'm like, it's, how would it's I do really, like this? You know? Okay. And, so, and, and I will say, I will say that on top of that, as far as uh, the learning curve on my end, this is, all of this is a learning curve, even right down to the editing, to the writing. There's so many things I'm going to be doing differently, even in the next, even in the next episode. Um, like being able to put in more detail as far as what the sounds are going to be, the atmosphere a little bit, primarily so the people who are reading the lines know what they're doing a little bit better. Because I know it's hard, it's easy for me to read the script and have the entire thing going on in my head. And it, I, I sometimes forget that the people reading it don't quite see, have the vision that I have well, when I'm editing. The we thing. talked about that because the little parentheses that would say irreverently, sarcastically, yeah. the adjectives to describe the lines, it not just described the line of the reader, but it described the entire context of that part of the conversation, which means if she's saying something irreverently, that's going to determine how I react in my line. And so we all tried to have that in our heads when we went in there. Um, Talk since we can talk about up until we leave the cave. Can we please talk about the sound effects that you used for the fucking brown eye? Because Jesus goddamn Christ, <laughs> I could, I could so see well. it. I could see it in my that, head. I found that. I found that it was like that's fucking disgusting. Was, was like, yeah, someone going awesome. up? Like what was that? Goddamn. Oh uh, yeah, it was freaking yeah. foul. Yeah, it was. It I was pretty it. bad. It was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but yeah. So there might be some people that are like, "Oh man, why is this their first episode?" But hey, you get but if you, you know, get. if you know legit bad podcast, like that's how I. The first time I think I heard Janet uh, was when y'all were talking about the whole episode about how y'all sh about how each one of you shit your pants. Oh, cool. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, that was a good episode. <laughs> <It's> hilarious. <laughs> Great. Yeah. Yeah. 
So Jane told a great story, but anyway. Yeah. I will say one one other little thing, one other little thing as a little insider to the episode, if anybody for the those that end out listening to it, is the line where he says gainus anus. That's <laughs> a, gainus gainus is actually the name of our middle school in New Orleans, <laughs> which is why I put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Gainus Middle School. Yeah, no shit. It's I'm a real Gainus Christian middle school in New Orleans, Louisiana. Oh my god. So it wasn't just me trying to, you know play and make two words rhyme. Well, it's no, an actual funny part. Well, is Larry, that, that's that like my favorite line. line. <laughs> that, that particular line, I read it and I was like, oh, that's really funny. And then I was all, that is going to be the hardest line of my recording because it's really hard to sell that in like a serious, like, fuck you way. Yeah. And so I was like, <laughs> I, I don't know I that, that particular line because it's just those two words. And so I'm like, Oh, I don't know how that one's going to come out because it's like I could say it as pissed off as I could. And I still it, it ended yeah, up being yeah. exactly what was necessary, which was, like you said, that hammy kind of hammy, you yeah. know, retortion. Yeah. And it was yeah, it, it it worked out in the script. I think you guys did a really good job with that. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just wanted to add that little insider information <laughs> because it's it. I think it it adds to it a little bit. But yeah. uh, but anyways, um. My brother's just itching to ask you guys some stuff that he knows that you guys <laughs> never freaking talk about. So take it away. Oh, okay. Well, okay. So like y'all have a, y'all have a show that, because I listen. because here's the thing is in 2020, everybody went crazy as we know, <laughs> everybody went nuts and I come, I came home. I, I was actually in Wyoming at the time and I had this overwhelming need for some reason to go see my brother on Thanksgiving, which I never have that urge. It was just something in some spiritual thing inside me says, I got to go see John on Thanksgiving. And then he's like, and then he just starts dropping all this truth or knowledge on me. And I'm like, and so I start having a freaking breakdown. And so I that's I, saying it lightly. Saying it, yeah. Like I was like I wasn't I wasn't okay with it. And so um, <laughs> but then I started, I was like, okay, so I'm like listening to like Crow. I'm listening to like um uh what's the other episode, like other like uh, my family thinks I'm crazy episode mm -hmm. podcast, stuff like that. And then I found y'all through you know Crow and I was like, oh, okay, these are people that can kind of just make light of this insane knowledge drops I'm getting all the time. And so I'm laughing along with you, but what really, and I, and I got to tell you this to you, Ben, I hear this a lot on your show where people will say, you won't think that people want you there. And I'm going to tell you right now, I kept coming back hoping you were on the show. And here's why. But you're his gonna you're, it's gonna be kind of a funny reason, but here's why because every once in a while, some kind of truth or knowledge drop, like for instance, when y'all were talking about like astral theology or something like that, and y'all would have these these truth or not, and you would have these kind of like mental breakdowns. Like <laughs> you would kind of like lost it. And I'm like, like you can't would snap. Yeah, you just snap, and I'm like, you can't pay for this kind of audio. You can't, this is so <laughs> genuine. You can't pay for this. It's like, I'm watching this guy. And then next thing you know, you're like, like screaming. I was like, I'm wearing 
freaking crystals for crying out loud what the fuck is going on and i'm like this is so good and yeah exactly yeah hell yeah that's why you're the stone that's why you're stones and gems that's why yeah that's exactly why we chose that that's why you're the why you're the i just got it (laughs) you just got it you just figured that out that's why you're the fantasy thing it's wizards i didn't get the irony there yeah that's why we chose you to be the gym's wizard guy oh wow well yeah. Just congratulations on the other mental break. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we're oh, like, so weird. I'm like watching, like I'm listening to this, and I'm like, okay, I kind of relate to Ben because I'm really I'm like because we both grew up very uh very Christian, you know, sure, and very religious, and to have that kind of the entire that entire world just kind of crumble. Right. is very unsettling you know yeah like what do how do i go about my life how do i wh- what is right what is wrong you know what is what is evil is evil been the is the serpent in the garden of eden the good guy you know it's like it's, right. it's that kind of stuff and so my thing is what i wanted to ask you specifically is how has this kind of um evolution that you've been going through. And this can also be Joe and Jen, you can answer this as well, because I'd be very curious because I've watched y'all kind of go through different stages of talking to really interesting guests and then having your mind changed. And so I'm like, how does that, how, how has that affected your, your day-to-day life? Like even your family life, how do you go about the world? Has that, has that made things more stressful or more interesting? Or are you still, have you feel like you found any kind of, answers to any questions that you've had you know how does that affect your religious life whatever you know oh, uh yeah that's you ben knock it out uh, I, uh, fuck it i'm coming um because <laughs> i want to i want to answer this as honestly as i can it there's a lot that you just asked in there that is all true and none of it's true so the way that I look at it is the, the farther I get into answers to my questions, the more questions come up. Right. Now, yeah. there's, 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 Same here. There's, a, there's a particular center that you find with that. It's almost like the farther you get drawn away from everything you know, the closer you get to what you're supposed to be. But that arena is so much bigger than the one that you were. So like we always talk about nobody wants to be uncomfortable. They accept lies because at least then they have an answer. It That is a narrow road. It's very, very easy to be on that. It's like a horse with blinders. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, they put it on there so it can stay focused. And in response to the, the, the worldview, um, <clears throat> it's done both. So like I, the first, when you first asked, you know, family life, how does that change? Well, I don't think her and I in any way, shape or form would have worked out any other way than what I was going through in my life, the podcast itself and how her and I got together and what we've talked about. Um, As a matter of fact, seven months in to the podcast, when her and I first started dating, this whole idea of energies, I poo pooed on for probably the first four or five months. And uh, I told the story about the energy transfer and it was a joke about I was, you know, wicked high. And uh, 
but it was something that that completely changed my mind. Well, when you have those and you mentioned it on the podcast where I'll have like a live snap. One, I don't hide or lie well. And part <laughs> of that is having to train myself from that Christian realm where it doesn't matter what you're going through personally, you show up on Sunday, hallelujahs, and <laughs> it's all fucking fake. Well, in order to be really be you, that is stepping outside comfortability because when you start being yourself, you're going to get judged. And so now you have to get thick skin um, and you have to understand that you're going to believe whatever you're going to believe, no matter what anybody thinks. Well, that is something that our parents instilled in us very well. The problem with that is that when you are used to having thick skin for what you believe, changing that belief when you don't care what anyone thinks is extremely difficult. So those snaps of mentality are extremely bothersome because what it does is you're admitting to yourself that what you thought you knew was just completely off or in the very least, not what you thought it was. And uh, I, 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 in the personal life, it ends up being where I have caught myself um, over the last year and a half, almost two years now that Lene and I have been together where she'll bring something up and I'm instantly more receptive to it. But the follow-up thought is that my initial response was receptive. So there's almost this, this double mindfuck where if something gets brought up that I'm receptive to that maybe I've never heard or it's out of my wheelhouse, the fact that my initial response is to entertain it is in and of itself a complete mindfuck because that is never something. I was on that I was on this much of a mental road when we started the podcast and it was a lot easier. It was mm -hmm. a lot easier to still at in, in some pillar, you know, have my faith in my Christianity. I was coming on to 30. I was getting sober, but I still held that. And I remember a very specific conversation with her over texting where she said, what makes you hang on to that still? And I remember thinking, and I had a response for it, and I 100% I, I believed it. But as that started to turn, it wasn't just that it was turning away from that. It's that all of a sudden that narrow viewpoint isn't just wide open. It's like there isn't a path anymore. You don't know where to go because the one thing right. that you thought was leading you isn't just untrue, but it means that when it's untrue, everything else might be. That is a very, very hard thing. But within that unknown is where you start to forge your own path, not the one that has been laid out for you for your entire life. Um, so just to summarize, it's been difficult and also easier. It, it, it's been hard, but not hard. The more that I learn, the more I fucking don't know. So that's that's the best way I can describe it is the closer I get to feeling like I'm finding truth in my life and in the world, the more that I feel like I have I'm this big. But it's yeah. it's that it's it's not it's not a um, it's not a demeaning this big. It doesn't make me feel like shit. It makes me in awe and appreciative that there's so much out there that I didn't know. Uh, Joe and Jen and I have all talked about it before. It's like why 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 can't people admit when they're wrong be out of pride it, it doesn't make sense to me 
because when when you're wrong and you've been fucking smashing your head against something for so long doing it the wrong way and somebody goes that's wrong here's the evidence why would you not take that as an opportunity to go oh my fucking god i just learned something i'm so happy about it now i know how to do it the right way that's to ego me, it's the whole that, ego thing that's why yeah the ego hangs on to that it's like it, it to me it boggles my mind because Although it's hard mentally, it's also easy because you should know that you are taking steps by accepting something that you were doing wrong the whole time because now your life can be better. Now you can do it the right way. And all and that 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 in and of itself, that reception of information that you don't know, and I'm not all the way there. I'm stubborn as fuck. She'll tell you. She'll bring up stuff to me. I'm adamant about it. I put my foot down. And then like three days later, I'm like, fuck, I was wrong. And I can back it, up on that, Lene. 100%. <laughs> so that would that would be my my answer. Uh, sorry if I went on a little long there. but uh, That's fine. But it's, it's exactly kind of what I hear. But I, I really like what you said about like you're now kind of, I think what you're really trying to say is that you enter into the hero's journey you're no longer you're no longer being told what to think and you you now have to weed it out yourself and i personally have come to the what i believe the realization of the, the truth of the matter is is that god's too big to judge me for not knowing anything absolutely like, that's his fault <laughs> like if he wants if he yeah. wants to let me know all the answers he'll just come down and tell me yeah like that's not that's that just seemed that doesn't make sense well and we're and the, you know we're the, the answer only to that creatures. is though, dude you know the answer to that from a christian perspective is he right. did it's called the bible yeah exactly it's nonsense yeah. Yeah. and what it's we like, know now that that's just not true it's like you have a hundred years to figure this out half of which you're just figuring out how to not essentially piss your pants <laughs> Which is and unsuccessful. Yeah, you got hundred years. TikTok motherfuckers, figure it out. Thanks, <laughs> yeah. God. Appreciate and it. So, and so, essentially, you go through life thinking that you know God has given you this this grand opportunity to follow Him, and if you can't figure it out, then that's on you. And I'm like, well, for somebody who claims to be eternal. And you're giving me this finite existence to follow what you want me to do, then you're you're basically you're you're asking the impossible of any of any human in that regards. But kind of like it was it was just funny because I'll I'll be I'll be straight up when it came to like uh, my religious beliefs. Yeah, I was a true believer. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not one of these like. You know, I go to church because I was indoctrinated by it. I, the everybody could have everybody could have fell away, and I would have, I'd have been the last person to think that I ever would have ever left. That's ever. exactly what I was talking about, though. Is that it's that it's that dogmatic narrow road where no one can turn you away from it. So when that finally happens, something turns you away from it. It is fucking earth shattering. Oh, it is. People Insane. that believe it, that are true believers, they are the hardest to convince otherwise because they don't care what anybody thinks. I will never forget probably seven years ago when Joe, Jen, and I all first started living together. Jen had just moved out here. We used to just sit there and talk. It's what brought the podcast to life years later. Me and Joe, all, all of us were drinking and we got in the conversation of this Christianity business. 
And I told Joe, I said, you know, I, you know, I still believe in the God of the Bible. I don't necessarily believe that it's all black and white. I, I agree with my first counselor. It's, it's 10% black and white. And God leaves that 90% gray because he wants to see if our heart's in the right place. And I remember Joe and I having a conversation. And I could tell Joe was really serious about it. And at the end of it, he goes, you're the only person I'm willing to have these conversations with. Because everybody else that believes what you believe, I would get so frustrated that I don't even want to fucking try. And I remember I, that has stuck into my head because now, now. It sounds like drunk Joe. <laughs> no, it just sounds like somebody who, well, maybe. Um, but it, it ended up being one of those things where that kind of communication about things that were out of our wheelhouse, like I didn't give a fuck that for the longest period of time, Joe was very open about not being a Christian. It didn't bother me. Even though he was my older brother, I looked up to him and all this stuff. It was still something that I went, I don't really care that he doesn't, you know, believe this anymore. That's okay. That's for, that's, that's his journey. And mine is different. And we got along and we talked about these things that we were raised with and that we thought differently. And, and I think that right there was a large reason why this ended up coming about was because nobody was going to fucking tell me otherwise. No one. And so when I ended up having hardcore fucking evidence that there was other shit that I had no idea about, whether it be historical with Corey Hughes, whether it be supernatural with Lindsay Sharman, whether it be anything political, every single facet of my life, it's not like somebody said, you're fucking retarded for not believing this. No, they went, this is what I believe. This is my evidence. Take of it what you want. They weren't pushy. Every single person on all sides of the aisle that we've been able to have on the show have been the coolest people because they aren't shoving it on us. I've mentioned this before. The idea when you push on someone, their instant is to go, nope, the more you push, the more I'm going to say, fuck you. But the minute somebody drops something on your lap and says, you don't have to believe it, and they walk off, that's free will. <coughs> that is where you pick it up and you go, fuck. They're giving me an option. Am I going to be stupid for walking away from this and continuing on the exact same path that I've been going down? Or am I going to actually consider this for a minute? The very fact that you're willing to consider it is where your mind blows open because you're yeah. no longer just instantly shutting the doors. And I, I've said it before. The fact that I'm at a place now where I will entertain just the most wild shit that people come up with is in and of itself the biggest part of this podcast. Right. It's funny and that you say that too, dude, because uh, somebody was just talking about on our last show about how our guest was just believing this too much. And okay, maybe that's the way he presented it, but I, I don't want anyone to get the idea that our show is a truth uh, speaking show. I've said this before. I, we're truth seeking. We're not, I don't, I'm not claiming to have answers about anything. I'm, I'm interviewing other ideas and other perspectives from people and going, huh, that's interesting. And now you can weigh that for yourself. So right. it, it drives me nuts when people, you know, review pod, not that it matters, but like, or send you an email or whatever. And it's like, the thing this guy said was not true. It's like, okay, I don't give a shit. We're just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, move along. 
I'm going to log that away. And then next time something comes around in that, you know, general vicinity, I'll bring that up and be like, oh, how does this match up with everything else? Right. Well, people want to be polarized right now, though. Like, oh, sorry. God, I don't want to. Oh, no, I was just going to say one thing. We're truth seeking, not truth speaking. We don't That's fucking know. And we don't yeah. know any fucking better than anybody else. Fuck right. off. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And that was uh, that was actually one of the things it, it, there. There are some. There's some interesting twin dynamics, I guess, between both of us where um, we're we are we're kind of polar extremes in in one way or the other. And when it came to us questioning our entire worldview, it, everything was kind of something happened in 2020 specifically. I've been looking into stuff for a long time, but it wasn't until 2020 when it was like, I'm going I, I, I literally said to myself. I'm going to look into the deepest, darkest, craziest stuff with no holds barred on anything and just let the chips fall where they may. And I was starting to have crazy opinions altered in ways where I'm like, I can't even have this opinion or I'm going to be considered the bad guy. I mean, it was all, it was not just considered the bad guy. It was like, it was like, I felt like, I felt like I was turning to the dark side, I guess you could say. It was really kind of weird. But That's that Christian guilt for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was hardcore. But the thing was is that with me, I actually got to a place where I'm just like, oh, thank God, I don't know everything. It's like the fact that I don't know everything has been very, very comfortable for me. It's very humbling. For him, it was like complete total meltdown. I mean, you he can have... You, <laughs> It was like I was I was just like I was like that's Dude. that's why I liked listening to you, Ben. And I was like, oh, I know how that guy feeling right yeah. now. I got that feeling. I know it. You know, yeah. I had so a hard cool. time admitting it when we had on the Hatter and we had just gotten back from Mount. Shasta, oh, he's great. I want to get I want to have him on. I want to have him on. Oh, he's yeah. brilliant. And he's we actually awesome. I don't know. We ended up being able to go and actually spend a day with him uh, up in Mount Shasta on his travels in the United States. Awesome. And it was it was awesome. And the first time we had him on. We had just gotten back from Mount Shasta where I just bought my first crystals. I felt like a fucking tard because I'm like, oh my God, I'm buying these fucking rocks for eight bucks. Yeah. I'm going to start wearing them around my goddamn neck. And right. then after I kind of, we got on the podcast and without me saying shit, without anybody knowing when we went up there, crystals were the first things that started getting talked about. And that's when I brought it up. I'm all, I just fucking bottom line today. And everybody's like, synchronicity, you fuck. And I'm like, yeah. dude. Yeah. You have to understand, I, I didn't even believe in synchronicities a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention people treat you a lot better at Whole Foods, am I right? <laughs> we don't have I mean, here, we're poor. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> well, when you go, it'll be like, you'll get top-notch customer service. You just wear some crystals at, at Whole Foods, all of a yeah, sudden you're like... Does that count? I'm Sprouts sorry, but you can't, you can't wear anything with an American flag and camo <laughs> yeah, into Whole that. Foods and then not treat you like you're packing a gun. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. you 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 definitely look really confusing. Like this, <laughs> he's got freaking crystals and shit. He's got American flags. What the hell's going on with this dude? I've said it before. I'm like a city boy at heart with a shitload of redneck tendencies. Yeah, same. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, uh, can I tell you all my uh, my funny crystal story that yes. actually just happened this year at during Mardi Gras? I was in like as oh. I, we're, we're we're from New well, we're from New Orleans, you know. So I actually went back to go visit family and um, it was during Mardi Gras and 
the further south you get, the further darker it gets, if you know what I'm saying, you know? Yeah. And so, and so, and so I'm like trying to go through TSA and all these things, and I'm like, oh my God, black women are the bane of my freaking existence. <laughs> They're always at the TSA and they always want to make your freaking life a living hell. And so I'm like, but I, um, so I go, but I go to this, um, this bar on St. Charles Avenue, which is pretty much where the main parades always happen in New Orleans. And it was this bar called Lucky's and I'm standing outside the, uh, um, standing on the porch, having a cigarette and having a drink. And this extremely kind, large black woman (laughs) walks up to me and she says, this is for you. I don't know why. And she hands me this, amethyst crystal and his amethyst crystal necklace and what was interesting about that was because i actually went to new orleans i said when i go to new orleans i'm gonna buy amethyst crystal because i was reading about the amethyst property and she just walks up and just gives it to me i still have it. it's this gorgeous massive crystal necklace and then she's like my name's april this is for you and i'm like that's my mother's name who just passed away (laughs) And I was like, oh, it was the wildest freaking thing. And the another thing was while we parked, I was with my friends, and they, who who also are kind of like waking, like are pretty into the synchronicities and stuff. Thing they both have a tattoo on their arm that says eleven eleven, right? They're 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 I think they're engaged, but they both have a tattoo that says eleven eleven. And then we parked the uh, vehicle, and right under, right right where we parked. It was at the this address that, and they, we couldn't even see the address, but it was under a canopy. And I walked in, and it was just said eleven eleven, you know. And then I'm getting a, an amethyst crystal from a large black woman. I'm like, God has a freaking sense of humor, because I've just been ripping on fat black chicks all day. <laughs> that sudden, is uh, that is definitely something that will break your brain. Yeah, <laughs> dude, you I'm did, telling you, you it was wild, man. It was wild. It make me yeah. so weird and giddy and happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. I like your. I like your attitude. I like your attitude. It's like it's a yay. Oh, I'm weird. Sorry. Yeah. So. Well, Jen, did you want to answer uh, his original question? What was even the original question? Sorry, the, y'all went. The original question is like the, basically the original question because since I've listened to y'all's show, and I've just watched this like it's been. This is what I love about your show. It's like you feel like you're, and I think I might have told this to Joe before. But it's like when when you listen to the show, you feel like you're hanging out with like friends, drinking beers, and just talking about the wildest shit you can possibly think of. And just like you feel like this is a fun conversation and you want to do this again. That's what the show feels like. But then when I'm wa- listening to it, I've also watched a lot of evolution of how y'all have grown from it started off like, I mean, it still is a goofy show. But then at the same time, y'all have also had these moments of these aha moments. moments that you might even, these moments of clarity. And it's like you're kind of slowly evolving. And I know that also by your guests that you have on and you have you you keep asking these really great questions, things that you would never have asked when you first started the show because you wouldn't even had a point of reference. You wouldn't even know how to ask that question because it wouldn't even have been in your thought process, you know? And so I was basically just asking Ben and mostly asked Ben to begin with, because I was so curious because no one's ever brought it up 
like been having these mental breaks on the freaking show, which I thought was hilarious. And I, I was like, this is so freaking radio gold. You can't, this is, you can't buy this. And so I was like, I wanted to know, like, how has this, how has your show kind of helped you to grow as, as people, you know? No, this one's on you. You've no, been very quiet. Go ahead. You have been quiet, Jen. It's your turn. You need to talk. <laughs> That's another thing, gentlemen. I'll tell you something right now. You need to listen to me. You need to stop apologizing. Stop apologizing for talking. Oh, yeah. You do that a lot on your show. Stop doing it. It's really annoying because it's like, Jen, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm talking. It's your freaking podcast. Talk. I want to. Yeah, you know why? Because it's a male-dominated industry, and I'm not oh, even a blah, feminist blah, blah, at all. Anyway. No, no. No, no, that's Speak totally up. true. And I have been shushed by so many dudes on our show. You wouldn't you? even know. Well, I'm sorry for I'm shushing you. Hundred, hundred percent. I get shushed and talked over all the time to the point where I'm like, I'm just going to shut up and sit here. In the very beginning of our show, I actually bounced halfway through the show a couple times. And you wouldn't know if you didn't watch the audio, but I would be talking and someone would just bombard over me. And I would be like, oh, okay, well, no one cares. So I would leave. And so, so my evolution is where I learned to come back and just sit and listen. And that that happens often now. So I, I am sorry if I say sorry. ha. Huh? But yeah. uh, it, it just that's where I'm like, OK, I just have to sit down and listen. It's interesting information. But if I ask a question, I've been told. I've been told in the chat I'm the dumbest person someone's ever heard. And then they tipped us $20. And what? then, yeah, that, that's a real thing that happened. Hey, you can it's call because... me all day. You can tip me 20 bucks all day. I'll let you call me stupid all day. Sure. Yeah, it's bucks. because I we were talking about star forts. Sorry, but that's not real history. I mean, it could be, but fucking right. who cares? And I said, hey, maybe we're a science project in the back of a fifth grade alien classroom. And someone said, wow, that's the dumbest thing I've ever fucking heard. And then they tipped us 20 bucks. So I just get <laughs> shit on left and right. So sorry, not sorry. I I guess I, I don't know. The only know. reason it's, I bring that up is because I, think I, because I think you're fantastic. I think you're fantastic. You have an amazing radio voice because I'd never, I'd never even watch y'all. Like this is pretty much the only time I've ever looked at y'all's faces but we don't really watch podcasts we don't watch anyways. podcasts it's kind of stupid we don't it's either like, to be fair like, we listen i actually so love that that you said that on your first show about what are you all doing watching people's fucking faces talk i get that so <laughs> i think most people especially with our show we don't really have a whole lot of visual shit besides mm -hmm. their dumb heads so i think most people turn it on as like the radio you're not they're not actually sitting there watching our mouths move i'm some well, people when we are did, when sure. we did planet retard we have, we have the planet retard report that i don't know if you guys have ever watched or listened to but we bring up articles that are the dumbest articles we've ever seen at five o'clock on sunday specific time we haven't done it in a few months though because summer's been those are fun. a lot of fun i remember y'all doing those are a lot of fun i yeah. really appreciate we'll have those. to get going again in the winter that's good because it's so great like y'all pull up some like i'm like is this really in the freaking news and it's like it's so insane yeah. Yeah, um, probably written by AI, but yeah, it was in the news. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> probably written by AI. That's my token, my token phrase. I would like to I'll say something to Jen's credit. Um, as a result of all of these mind-bending things, I would say that <clears throat> in different ways, Jen has kind of been the rock of mentality in a lot of ways to our show because she has always kind of thought outside the box on a lot of these issues. I know that when I first started on the show, 
some of the things that she would say, I audibly and would verbally on the show say, see, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I, mm -hmm. you know, this, I know. Jen, and I have a, Jen and I have a long history of butting heads from the moment do, that we, we have, met. We have more in common than we don't. I yeah. will say that. And that I, I will say that this podcast and everything that we've talked about has in a lot of ways, it's, it, it's in not just Jen and I's thought process is very similar. Um, and that thought process, but different belief systems can sometimes come to a head. But now, along with two years of doing this, and no offense, always thinking Jen was a little out there on the alien shit and all of this, you know, like <laughs> traveling to, to dimensions and, and stuff is I, when we started again, narrow path, I was like, oh my God, this is fucking so stupid, but I'll, I'll talk about it. Yeah, fuck it. And then as things started to change, I went, you know, she hasn't strayed too far. Not saying she hasn't grown, not saying she hasn't changed her view on certain things. I would never take that away from her. But I will say that a lot of what she already believed walking into this has now been something that I go, okay, actually, I see that. And there is a certain part of that groundedness in the supernatural. When we first talked to Lindsay Sharman, and when we first talked to a lot of the guests that really delved into the supernatural, which for me, I don't have dick to contribute. Um, she always she led always with the questions. questions. She was always very interested in their work. She knew a lot about it. Joe has his forte in that, in, in, in different arenas of that nature as well. And so on a lot of those, I would sit back and not have a lot to contribute because I didn't, I, it, it's exactly what you said. You don't even have a frame of reference to ask certain questions. And so for a lot of the things now that I've had an open mind to, and again, I, Lene has been a big part of this in my home life off air is like, it all echoes a lot of the same stuff that now I'm, I'm finally being able to see. And to Jen's credit, there is a lot of that supernatural part of our show that we talk about that has kind of been a bedrock for those categories that now looking at it, I'm like, okay, I, I actually see what she's talking about. Whereas before I wouldn't have entertained it for a hot minute. I don't know. I think you would have. You entertained stuff. So our show started as us trying. I mean, I'm sure you guys have heard it a million times, but our show started as us just sitting around shooting the shit. And then we were like, hey, let's record this, which we did a couple of times. And it turned out terrible. It was not any sort of listening material whatsoever. We were our worst selves. Um, and then when we first started the show, we were just drunk and stupid. I mean, we were just being we had no. Um, no frame of reference like ben was saying we weren't really listening to shows we kind of were but we didn't really care or think about what the listener was going to hear we were just like let's be ourselves and talk about whatever not think we would just talk over each other there'd be sounds in the background we'd be like you know whatever like there was no no care for what was going to be put out there and then as joe listened to it and told ben and i and then we listened to it we're like oh yeah we should probably be a little more careful and then we kind of grew <laughs> into being, and I hate to say it because it was like, we learned from our mistakes and we got to be better at producing a better show because we're like, we handled constructive criticism pretty well from people on, in the chat who would say like, your audio sucks or your internet's, you know, going out or 
your videos going out or this is stupid. And we're like, all right. And we kind of adapted that way too, a little bit. I mean, we grew and learned, but we also listened to our listeners. Right. I, I definitely, it's one of those things I've kind of almost had to mentally set myself up for, for some mad criticism, which I really have to tap into my, my inner, not giving a fuck about <laughs> stuff, especially because uh -huh. I mean, because I can talk, I can talk about stuff, and people can disagree about what I say and things. Um, I will say, by no means do I uh, would I like even put down anything that I've written because I haven't done a lot of writing, but I have done writing in the past. And you know, you always show it to the people you know, and they're like, "Oh, it's so great," and all that kind of thing. Well, it's like you're not sending it out to the entire world, and everybody's gonna have the our first episode out there and be like unsubscribed. I, I mean, this, this is terrible. You know, I'm like, okay, whatever. I guess it's well, not that, for those people. That's going to happen. <laughs> so I'm, that's going to happen. People are going to hate on you and they're going to be assholes. Joe and I were just talking about this today. I don't know if you guys have ever listened to OBDM podcast, our big dumb mouths. It's a great show. And they were reading their one star reviews today or even three or four stars, but they were very critical, shitty reviews. And we were just talking and I was thinking, how selfish and self-serving can you be to, to be annoyed with something and then to say, you should discontinue doing this because it annoys me. Gross. So that's, that's the attitude <laughs> that I have tried to take with it. Like, I'm sorry that it annoys you, but you're not that cool. So fuck yourself. Why don't yeah. you go eat shit right. while I continue to do what I'm doing? Well, there's like two. It's the same thing, though. There's I like can two and a half million podcasts, and they're taking the time out of their day to go on there and talk shit on. Like, change the channel. It's like the radio. You can go pick a different show. Like, why are you taking time to do so, this? Yeah. Right. So when you guys get shitty reviews, because I'm sure sure you will and it's not because your show is bad because i think it's amazing i think you no, guys have a solid amazing yeah i think you're i think you guys are going to blow up personally i couldn't say enough about how fantastic of an idea this was but people are going to hate just because right. they want to and you have to think of what kind of person you have to stop for a minute go into a different person who sucks go into the brain of a person who sucks at life and picture <laughs> how that would be imagine oh, just yeah. thinking everything's awful and i just want to hate on people that's their life don't feel bad for them because <laughs> fuck them but that's their life their life is just all about sucking oh yeah we say it all the time it's like well they're the ones that have to live with themselves i mean right. I, don't, yeah, I, have exactly. up, I have to put up with them for two seconds they have to be with themselves 24 7 you know and it's like well what you gotta understand too is that for every person that takes the time out of their fucking day to leave an actual comment <laughs> you have to understand that everybody in their life thinks they suck and yeah. so here i am two years later and i'm still chewing hands live on the air and fuck Jared. That's all I got to say. <laughs> I mean, even last night, Ben, we did get a comment that asked if you even had any fingers left. Yeah. And then the, the show before that, he was like, please, please stop eating your fingernails. <laughs> like, I can't control everything. I could turn his camera off, but I don't I don't know what to do. We're an me. audio only show. You can chew your freaking fingers all you want. Yeah, exactly. but I even said there are there were four little thumbnails on the screen, three or four. I can't remember how many people we had on, but three or four thumbnails if <laughs> giggity but if you don't want to look at ben chewing his fingers you can look at anything else you can look at us you can look at anything in your room you can look at 
literally anything or turn the video off stop fucking staring at it and then bitching i recommend it. looking at um biden while you listen to anything <laughs> there you Man, go. just look, look at this tape. <laughs> yeah, you, you know that the, all all you have to do is know that your country is in his hands and that you'll be fine where's your home <laughs> are you in Oregon? <laughs> Are you in Oregon? <laughs> yeah. I just well, people are so selfish and they want to just talk about how they feel all the damn time. Like fuck off. Yeah. Joe, what is what yeah. what's some what's something that has uh not necessarily broken your brain? Um because not everybody has to deal with that. Um, but what's something that maybe your mind has uh expanded on or changed uh since we did the podcast? Started it. Uh, a lot of stuff. I don't, I don't know if I could narrow it down to one thing, but sure. everything we talk about, it's like new and exciting. Cause it's like, I don't fucking know. Like I grew up like these guys. I, the bio, or, you know, man was created 6,000 years ago by a God that loves you, but will also tell you to fuck off if you don't follow him. And uh, <laughs> 6,000 years later, here we are, we're going to be in the end times. Jesus is going to come back. And, you know, so anything outside of that is amazing. Cause I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. it's a great answer. I yeah, love which is more than likely why he's so happy every time he has a poop story because he's like, I'm sorry, but that wasn't in the Bible, and that was awesome. You guys should come look <laughs> and hear all about it. <laughs> yep. So, what what what's another question, Josh? I know you got more for us. Um. Well, mostly that's that's kind of what that's kind of what I majority of what I wanted the idea, and y'all hit on a lot of things that I wanted that to was know the about. Crux. <laughs> yeah that's the crux because it's it's more like it's it's kind of like because you know when you listen to these other like when you listen to crow he has this like kind of like voice and this tone of like i know, I know more than you yeah, <laughs> very totally, educating and you're like and you and you totally believe him he probably does know more than me and so i'm like okay well um and he's like super calm about it or they you'll listen to some other truther podcast and they're like the world's burning everything's gonna <laughs> fall apart you know everything's gonna we're all gonna die and it's like uh i've heard doomsday nonsense since y2k and yeah. uh, you know it's been going on every freaking year and every year you know you, you prepare for something and then you're like you know what i'm just don't care anymore if it's like i just done but it's like the uh, the oddest thing is that when uh is that now that we are in a sort of really lame annoying apocalypse if you will is that now is like i'm actually not prepping anymore <laughs> yeah like, like now that i'm in it i'm like you know what i think the biggest prepping is just to have fun and like live life and enjoy it and so that's why when i heard your show for the first time i was like these like i can i can, I can get behind these kind of people like we're living in the most ridiculous time and these people have the ability to stare it in the face and laugh at it. And I love that. It was so good. It was really good stuff. And so I was, that's why I was, but I wanted to ask like, because it clearly you didn't, y'all didn't just wake up one time and then just get involved in the truth or community because you don't just, you don't just get a, you don't just get crow on the freaking line without having some kind of questions on your own and so that's kind of where i wanted to figure out like okay they start off this really entertaining show how do, it's not like y'all because you because you tell me that y'all just were like 
bullshitting in a basement. But at the same time, I'm like, there's something else there. I want to know what else is there that's like, what would have made y'all even say, okay, we're not only going to have a podcast, but we're going to have the most interesting guests on almost off the bat. Like, it's, it's interesting. Like, I don't understand how that happened. Yeah. I know no, it's Joe did that. I know that I know that I know that Joe did that, but that's what maybe that's what I want to ask ask you is like, how did you even know who to how to contact Crow? It's like you must have listened to him before. Oh well, no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, no, I listened to all these shows. Crow, I, I've tried to get Greg Carlwood on. Uh, yeah, Greg Carlwood's great. Yeah, but no, yeah. so it was literally. I tell everybody this. It was literally I sent an email or a DM on Facebook or something, and people just got back to me. The first one was Charlie Robinson. We actually got to hang out with him. I'm sure you've heard that, but yeah. I literally yeah. found him on found him on Facebook, sent him a DM, and he's like, Yeah, sure, I'll come on your show. I'm like, Are yeah. you serious? We have yeah. one episode out. Like, that's awesome. So I just continued that strategy until this day. I just somebody I hear on somebody else's show, I'm like, let me reach out to them, see if it, you know, and sometimes it takes a bit of digging. I gotta talk to other podcasting friends and be like, Hey, do you have this guy's email? Or, you know, so mm -hmm. it it's all kind of a we, we always call it a cross-pollination. There's so much of that in this community where someone's like, Oh, I know this guy, this would be a great show for you guys to do. I've had that happen a bunch too. Mark Steves from my family thinks I'm crazy has sent me links like, Hey, you'd probably like to have this guy on just sends me a link to his email or whatever. So that's it. Just asking. It's no, crazy. It's, how it's easy having it is. no ego. Joe has no ego. He has no <laughs> voice inside of his head that says you shouldn't do this. You're not good enough. Oh, that's true. He literally yeah. doesn't have that. And I'm not even saying it. Uh -huh. It, in jest it's it's true because he was like that voice that oh, says you shouldn't do this i just do it no but i'm <laughs> yeah, but in the best way obviously is what i mean he's not afraid to do anything he's reached out to crazy people and been like hey do you want to come on the show and then he'll be like hey we're having david ike on i'm like what how did you reach out to him and mm -hmm. he's like i just emailed him to be fair what like how did you find him are you took serious six months to actually nail down that date it's because of the time change the time difference that's fine but it's not like he was blowing you off he just responded because of you were so genuine in your email and maybe they vetted us a little bit and saw people we had on but the the people that joe would reach out to, like we uh terry lovelace who wrote the incident at, at the at the devil's den that we heard on mysterious universe he reached out to him immediately and then had him on a couple weeks later. And I was like, holy shit, I've read his book. I love this. And that just happened week after week after week after week because Joe was just diligent with it and didn't care about the result. If someone told Joe to fuck off, he would be like, okay, whatever. I don't care. But whereas Ben and I would be like, mm, okay, well, fuck off. Lame. Can do. Fuck right. Off. Exactly. Yeah. So Joe has the best mindset for going into this. He was like, I want to start a podcast. And Ben and I were like, we, okay, whatever. We don't care. Joe went balls to the wall with it and we supported him, but in kind of the least supportive way. We didn't really do anything at all except sit well, there. And, and the thing, the thing to add to that is that that's exactly why Joe's the one that runs the socials. Because if me and Jen were the ones reading the comments and responding, I have a feeling right, we would have mean. a lot more. Yeah, we would have a lot more people hating our <laughs> guts because I would not be nice at all. Me either. But and Joe's I know like, hey, man, cheers. Joe's like, oh, thank you for thank you for your uh, response there, bud. Uh, what's your podcast name? And we'll give it a listen. And it'll be just like the worst <laughs> fucking review. And I'm like, oh, I would have said something way different. Yeah, people and, would be like, uh, your audio sucks. It's in the tank. And Joe's like, oh, what's the name of your podcast? Could you tell me what your audio issues are and how you resolve yeah, them? And I'd be happy setup. to hear Let it. Let me tell you about And they're yeah. like, Joop. 
ghost. No, well, so you guys are going to run into this on Instagram. I know you just started your Instagram, but that drags out the fucking weirdos. Let me tell you, uh, you will have to deal with people that will talk mad shit and you go to their profile and they have zero followers, zero posts, and they're following nobody. So like, where the fuck did that come from? They just popped into a random, like, yeah, you'll it's, it's going to be fun. Let me but know. Actually, that's that's a conspiracy theory that you that I actually have. Like you know, you talk about all these podcasts. Like I you 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 open up a podcast app and there these all these podcasts on there, and you're just like, it's like two girls having tea, and you're like, what? <laughs> like what? Like, I don't. Oh, yeah. I my conspiracy. I don't think that eighty percent of those podcasts are real. No, I think we're real. How about no? I don't. I don't. Mm, not, nobody, not listening to that. Nobody's listening to that. Yeah, Nobody's listening to any of that. Yeah, stuff. you go, you go and look at, you go and open your your podcast app, and you've got like a like a hundred different, you know, pre-selected recommended podcasts. And I'm like, who in their right mind would ever even click on this, much less subscribe and listen on a weekly basis to? I, I don't even understand why anybody would even waste their time about our show. I'm like, who the fuck is clicking on this and choosing to listen to uh, stories about how we shit our pants? Like, but that's what so, I'm trying to tell you is that your show is actually good. Your show's well, actually okay. good. It's like their shows suck. It's like to <laughs> listen to two, two, um, you know, gender confused chicks talk about freaking tea and how much Trump sucks. Like it's that nobody's <laughs> listening to that. Nobody's there listening. I would listen that. to that for Planet Retard though. If that's a real <laughs> show, I will put that content out clips. there on Sunday at five someday. Well, yeah. and there is something to be said about that too. Like when he told me that we had, like th these are two instances. Three, actually, when he told me that we had Tommy Chong, David Icke and Craig, the Sawman Sawyer, I had at well, as big of a boner as I could get. Um, <laughs> but the thing was, is that we ended up I finding loved your out, Tommy Chong, Chong episode. Yeah. Oh, it was fucking brilliant. Was I took great. That was a, great a handful of mushies right before that show. Um, <laughs> and the, part of it was like we ended up around that time we had on uh dustin potter shout out to dusty and uh spicy wiener um was it carlos right well Corey is his real oh Corey, 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 right so we had them on shortly after that and i remember Corey ends up saying he goes i'm completely or he said this in our discord chat back when we had discord is that he goes i'm like completely starstruck that i'm actually having a conversation with you guys all of us were like <laughs> You're starstruck. <laughs> like, really? Are you fucking kidding me? But then I thought in 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 introspectively, I'm like, but that's how I felt when we had on certain guests. And they probably think in a lot of ways the same thing. People are still starstruck to fucking talk to us. It's like it kind of starts. It it, it it goes in that succession where you'll 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 talk to somebody and be like, I cannot believe that we just got to have a fucking hour long conversation with this person. And then a lot of the people that listen to us, they're thinking the same thing when they have a conversation with us. And it's very humbling. It's very humbling to to talk to people that you're a fan of and then also talk to people that are fans of you. That's that's a whole different mind fuck to be able to to experience, because as normal people who just work regular jobs and we get on here and we talk shit and we make dick jokes and fart noises and all this stuff. And then people talk to us and they're stupid excited to talk to us. It's like, <laughs> awesome. Like I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for you. I don't, I, 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 we're, we're just us. We don't see this, you know, the specialness there. But then when you actually think about it in the other direction, it makes perfect sense. And so there's kind of like this humbling experience where it's like, 
we're appreciative for everybody, everybody that listens to us, everybody that wants to come and talk to us, because although there isn't this self-deprecating, oh, we're not worth talking to, at the same time, there's this like, fucking cool. I can't believe we landed that. That's fucking awesome. So it's, you're going to find that as well, where you'll have these people commenting on how great your show is. And then when you interact with them, they're like, they left, they, they replied to my comment. And you're like, yeah, it's a comment. I'm on Instagram. No big deal. Like, but it makes their fucking day, man. Yeah. I'll be honest. I, I felt a little, I, I felt a little bit like that because, you know, it's one of those things you put this thing out for the first time we put out our first episode and I'm just waiting for anybody to even watch the thing once. Just, <laughs> we did the same just shit. Tell me the thing sucks. I don't care. I just want somebody to just to know that's some, a real person actually listen to the damn thing. Right. Not so much that it's just like some bots out there clicking it to make sure that they can sit, sell me something. So I'm I'm just waiting for anybody to have some kind of opinion on it, and uh, which kind of leads me a little bit in, a little bit into more uh, just kind of changing gears a little bit. Um, going into well, I'll just ask you guys are willing to do this again, right? The oh, audio, yeah. Stuff? Okay, well that's that's good to hear because we're we're we're. I would say at the point of, and I, it'll change eventually, but for right now, we're at the point of, we really, really need more people doing this because <laughs> it, it's, it, it's a lot, of, while I love doing it, it's especially the editing stuff. I mean, it's, it's a blast, mm -hmm. but it's, it's only a blast for the first three or four days. And then you're like, I really need this to be done now. Um, yeah. uh, but we're we're we really need more people, and that's what I was saying. As far we're saying it again on this on this show, anybody who wants to be a part of this, and we're looking for anybody. We're looking for writers. We're looking for uh, sound guys. We're looking uh, for a lot of different actors. We're looking for anybody who wants to contribute to this a lot. And one of the big things I learned is I suck at dealing with levels when it comes to audio. It's like some things are too quiet, some things are too loud, some things are clipping, peaking, whatever, and I'm just like, I can't handle this. I can edit all day long, but it was just finding out what was too loud or too quiet, and it was just driving me absolutely off the wall. But, um, well, Jonah, but, we, we really, really appreciate, one, the opportunity, but two, all of the time that you took to put into this, because I'll tell you right now, getting in front of a microphone and recording, that's what we do. So that was easy for us. We it's just what I do. fucking made an audio. Joe just clipped an audio file. He literally <laughs> sat me down and goes, press this button. And then when you're done, press that same button again. And I'll send it to him. And I went, right. okay. That was my layman's editing of, it, so. uh, Yeah, that was my layman's. I was like, I set up all the, the mixer and everything. You're fine. Just, just talking to this microphone. And he's like, <laughs> 25 minutes later. I know. His, his file was like three times the size of me and Jen. <laughs> right. I came out, I'm like, I think I recorded one line twice and then I kind of shot the shit a little bit just to nobody and then I'm done because I said it exactly how I would. I I know maybe it wasn't like full on, like exactly what you wanted, but it's exactly how I would have said it in that exact oh, it was great. I mean, it was great the I way it in the my head. But it's I will exactly say, Jonah, do you think that, so we listened to that episode as what we listened to the first episode you guys did two or three times um, and then we listened to the one we did once and then we played it for Lene and Ben when they came over afterwards. So 
I don't know if you're maybe beating yourself up because you're so used to doing this that you you hear all of those little like nuances like you're like oh the levels aren't perfect right here nobody's gonna fucking notice that unless they're also a sound guy and they or girl whatever but they might notice but at the end of the day it's going to sound fantastic yeah, i just there was nothing that was weird or sounded off right. that, there was Let's nothing go. noticeable to the layman like uh, us yeah. that's why i know there's no sound engineers listening to our show because i would have heard from them by now yeah we do right. hear from them on a regular basis no, they're like, one english like dude that was like <laughs> this mic sucks i'm like Your i don't have any mic. control over that <laughs> That was, that was the best when the guests might. I found that guy, by the way. His image on Facebook was butterflies, and I tried to friend request him, and he wouldn't accept my friend request. Um, <laughs> yeah, that, yeah I, I really appreciate you saying that because it is one of those things when you're trying to make this kind of thing, you, you tend to get really picky about stuff. And there's, there's, I guarantee you there's little, there's little sounds and nuances that I guarantee there's things you that most people didn't even pick up on that I, I put in there specifically for a reason. And most people aren't even going to notice it. Uh, like, I would just give you, for instance, like, do you know? Uh, well, I, I, I'll have to tell you, tell you off the air because it's part of our part of the epilogue. Oh, but uh, there's there's one specific part in there that it's so subtle that unless you're paying attention for it, you you only you probably won't even notice it. But you uh, might not have because we listened to it outside without headphones on. But I will say, when we listened, all of the music, the way it sounded like this festival sometimes, or just like all of the sound effects, yeah. Great. But it was absolutely fantastic. It was something that I wasn't even picturing in my head, and Ben and I had the same idea. Like we were, we had this whole idea of this Final Fantasy. Also, Final Fantasy drop. Um, kudos to you because that was amazing. Ben <laughs> <laughs> has joined your party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I Dude, thought that was a nice little touch there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're brilliant. always going to be your own worst critic, too. And I, I know this yeah. from, uh, I yeah, haven't done it in a while, but I used to like write music and make music and shit. And every little thing I'd put in there, I was like, this is going to really spice up this measure. Literally, nobody would ever hear that. So right. it's all yeah. like, just focus on what you think sounds good, and everyone else will either shit on it or love it. It doesn't really well, matter. And letting let it, your ego go a little bit. And let it yeah, be organic. Good. Don't, don't, don't let it like, it was one of the thoughts that popped in my head when you were like, you know, I just want to know that somebody real and isn't a bot is just even listening to our show. I don't care if it's a shitty review or not. It's like, here's the thing. And this might be a helpful hint. Don't, don't hope start putting out the fucking content. Don't give a fuck if people are listening and they will come. It's it's that's it's true, Ben. That's exactly what it is. That's what we did. Yeah, you just you yeah. just start creating. When I when we first started this, I had a thirty five dollar turtle beach headset on, with no that. fucking camera, other than the one that was on my shitty laptop, which I now can't use. I'm using her awesome uh, Apple computer because mine took a shit. So we didn't have we didn't have anything. Like we were trying to figure out any kind of mic situation, sound deadeners. I was fucking doing it in a laundry room that had a horrible echo. So I was hanging up blankets and shit. Like we gave a fuck because we had the same thing. We're like, I wonder if anyone's actually going to listen to this. Like there was kind of like this hope, but at the same time it was like, but that's not why we did it. We did it. Not in the moment. We did it for us. But you, you asked like, you know, like, what made you even just want to do a podcast? It was literally, we wanted to have a monologue 
of the crazy conversations that we had been having for years that we've said it before that fire pit talk it's it's and of course we had to start it right after i stopped drinking that would have been a whole different show if i was um <clears throat> but it's one of those we just wanted to go back and be like, oh, you know, what was that one thing that we talked about? And actually have a log of us talking to people and talking about this shit that we had already been talking about for years, never recorded. It was always off the cuff. It was personal. Why not talk about that? And if somebody listens to it and gets anything out of it, great. If they don't listen, great. Don't give a fuck. So when you're creating stuff, do it to whatever makes you sound good. Do it off the fly. Do it. On the first take, you're like, you know what? I think that'll work. And then move on to the next one. Don't be overcritical. Put it out there and go, all right, on to the next project. Fuck it. Otherwise, you're going to drive yourself fucking crazy. So I, yeah, that's that's awesome advice. Because it's like, it's it really is more like we are doing this because we have, we have really a passion for kind of asking heavy questions but we've also really been in radio drama for our whole lives as you might have heard from the first episode but the our main focus is not just to uh put out necessarily great content because it can be hammy it can be goofy it can be whatever yeah. but but we uh, but it can also be serious we get dramatic we're not because we're not just going to be a comedy show we're not going to make comedy radio drama but the what I think our main focus is is that this community is a very niche one. It's not very big, and this most of us we know that most of us can't even really watch TV anymore without turning the TV upside down. It's like, oh look, it says nine eleven, Satan hail Satan. <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's like you know, we're like looking at every single thing that pumps out of the TV. And so we're like, we need to have something that's like something that we're, yeah, it's like, so we need, we need to have our own kind of form of entertainment that is not, that doesn't necessarily have an agenda, but also can bring people together, like where we can, where other people can get involved in it. Whereas like, because like you said, we're not looking for this to be Joshua and Jonah's true theater radio show. We want this to be the community to be like, hey, what you got? We're looking, we want people to have a creative outlet for something like any, any, anything in regards to this. We just, we, we primarily picked audio drama because that's what we love. We love it. We've, we've listened to our whole lives and just the idea of making something was like, well, you, super guys, are freaking fun. you guys are doing the same thing that we're doing. It's just a different take on it. For instance, right. instead of yeah. instead of asking the serious questions and having a question about it with Joe's dick joke and sound drops in it, what you guys are doing is you guys are creating an audio drama about very real things. The mainstream of Medea. Okay, <laughs> everything that you guys had. See, that's the thing. You guys are talking about real shit. You guys are mm -hmm. making it hammy and funny. So it's a different take on the exact same thing. You guys are talking about real issues, heavy shit, but you guys are laughing about it and kind of making a mockery about it, which is th that's right up our alley. We just do it in a different way. And that should be how it is. You guys are doing it in a different way. And I think if you guys don't be too critical and just go, you know what, we're going to keep doing this. I think people will latch on to it because then when they're riding in their car and they have a 45 minute audio drama or an hour and a half long audio drama about something that is a real topic 
in a serious topic, but you're just fucking making fun of it the whole time. That's gold. Right. And that leads me on a totally uh, in, in relation to that. Um, I want to I wanted to mention this and and ask you guys if if it was something that you had noticed. But um, because there's lots of people in this community who will get the joke right off the bat. But mm -hmm. some people might not. And did you when the cult leaders are doing their incantations? Do you know what that's from? When they're saying this is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's from this news clips yeah. of when the news says the same exact thing right. across the globe. You yeah, yeah. I'm just saying there's might be some people who listen to this episode or yours that are going to hear that and they're like, I don't get it. I'm like, go look up online. This is extremely dangerous to our democracy. Yeah, yeah. look up, look up no. on BitChute, try and find the clip. And it's basically a compilation of all these mm -hmm. news broadcasts saying verbatim the exact same thing well, i think that that's yeah, and then actually it what nails clues... and it shows them all at the same time yeah. i think that's yeah, what creepy. clues people in to that audio drama is the fact that you can be listening to this kind of catty almost dry wit Brit british humor and then when you hit that part it's the most important part of the show it's the it's the zenith of the show where the shit breaks down and you're confronting the bad stuff and those sound drops if you're not getting the mainstream of Medea up until that point, that right. is the part that clues you into like, oh, they're talking about fucking politics. <laughs> like, right. It so clues you in right at the right moment. Yeah. This is what we were talking about earlier, though. Is it the people that don't get that? Those aren't the people that are going to get the rest <laughs> yeah. of the show. So, <laughs> they might, so the people that don't get it, they all they might actually Google this is extremely dangerous to our democracy and be like, what the fuck are they talking about? And then see that clip and be like, holy shit, they're on to something. You never know. You might pick some people up. Well, that's, that's that might be awesome. a really great title for that audio drama. Just this is extremely dangerous to our democracy <laughs> by true theater. And then when they fucking Google it, that pops up and you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, that's, that's kind of where, that's kind of what we were, what are, we're going for. Cause like, we're, we're clearly not trying to reach the world because they're, they're, they're there's not you know, like, there, I mean, right, there are people, not? there's still, still people wearing masks in the set of their cars now for Christ's sake. That's still yeah, a thing. That's still a thing, you know, yeah, but we're, but what, but what we really want—I was do... mostly talking about for the new, the newbie truther, I guess you could right. say—that might be hearing this for the first time and they never heard that. Clip. Yeah. Well, that's also kind of the idea that we had too, is that um, having audio drama that is like, hey, because a lot of times when you give somebody this long form discussion, they're not going right. to listen to it. We, we people like us, we like listening to long form discussions. We like thinking. Other people, they're like, "Oh, it's not in a TikTok clip," you know. And oh, so fuck. we're, yeah. So we're we, but if you show them like a small little comedic or it doesn't always have to be comedic because we have we have a lot of content that's not going to be comedic. It's going to be heavy. We're going to have horror. We're going to have mystery, oh, thrillers, yeah. all kinds of different stuff. We're not interested in just comedy. I mean, we liked we we clearly knew that we had to have a, have a comedy for your show because it would make zero sense for us to have like a, yeah. some kind of thriller, and then also oh, yeah. and would would on, that. and then Joe's out there making fart noises. <laughs> it just would make no sense. <laughs> well, the thing yeah, is, it would, too, no it would just that, make no sense. 
so that's why we had your show as a comedy. But when we have when we have other shows that are going to be very like like intense, it's something you might be able to sh- like people that are that are in our community. If you have family members or something, it's like, hey, check this out, and you can show that to them, and it's entertaining because the mind people's minds work in story. They don't work in lecture. They don't work in um, berating them with facts and fix figures. They work. We work with narrative, and so when they hear something that they have a narrative to it, that's going to, that's going to kind of be like, oh, that's kind of how I didn't see it that way, and because it paints a new a new yeah. picture, a new story, that's kind of what we want to also give to this community is like. Hey, you got that family at your Thanksgiving dinner that thinks you're nuts? Let them listen to this audio drama real quick. Yeah. It's like 15 well, minutes. I, I feel in a lot of ways, even this end- episode. Go ahead. Oh, no, uh, I was just going to say. All, all, all I was saying was I really, it, it, and it sounds crazy, but I really feel like a lot of this this episode, I, I really kind of almost pulled out of the ether because after I wrote it, and especially after I edited it, I was like, this is an absolute perfect allegory for the entire world as a whole. And I didn't even realize it to the extent it was until I, I wrote it. And even there's so many elements that were in it that were just kind of like, you know, like I came up with the eye of Illuminati. Right. It wasn't until I even got to that scene, I came up with it being an asshole. I seriously, it wasn't pre-thought. It got to that point, and I was like, "Well, why don't I just make it a big asshole?" Because <laughs> it is an asshole, <laughs> and it was he, like he it organic like that is perfect. That's what you have to continue yeah. doing. You don't worry about what anybody says or thinks. If right. you feel that way when you're putting it out there, people are going to love it. Honestly, we heard it, and not even our episode. Joe and I listened to your first episode, the one that you guys did just together, and we absolutely loved it. And I was like oh my God, this is going to be huge. This is a big deal. Not just because people are going to be able to create it and be in it and say, I'm in this, this is great. But they can show it to people like you're saying and say, check this out. It's really cool. It's entertaining. Whether you're on a long drive or you're just hanging out at work or whatever, it's super interesting and fun to hear the conspiracies of our time put forth in a narrative in a story like you guys are saying, instead of in, instead of being truth bombed with fear porn all the time, right. like bam, 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 baby's blood. And, you know, there's no reason for that. So it's fun to yeah. be put it in a story. It helps out. Well, and I, I also think that you guys are going to have a lot of people that, that work backwards. You're going to end up having people that they hit on a few episodes and are like gay and then they move on. And then what they're going to do is they're going to come to a podcast that has collaborated with you or that literally is explaining the way that we do on our podcast, the exact narrative. And it's going to register something like, fuck, what was that audio drama show? I feel like they were talking and they're going to go back to it and then it's going to make sense. So in, in your, in Josh, in your original question of, uh, you know, maybe for the, the baby truther, it's like, that's going to happen. They're going to find your show. They're going to listen to it and they're going to go, uh, I thought, why is this in the truther fucking section? They're going to go and they're going to explore and then they're going to go, oh, I get it now. And they're going to go yeah, back you and guys listen are to it and they'll have be a like whole the musical of the truther section. <laughs> right. What's in the musical? The musical of the truther section. Yeah. 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 Like, like, like conspiracy musical. Exactly. It's going to be like that a little bit. Because at first I was like, wait, what? Because we couldn't find you guys on anything except for Audible. And I wasn't sure if that was really 
your podcast. And then we had to look it up. We're like, are they saying true? So super funny. Again, call back to your very first episode. I'm like, are they saying truth theater or truth eater? What are they fucking yeah, saying? And then you guys were like, it's both. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I, guess you're <laughs> <laughs> and I bet a lot of people are going to do that for real. Oh, yeah. Well, it'll take it'll take a little bit of the audience to get a little bit of a learning curve on it. But in a way that kind of keeps us, you know, it keeps us from being accidentally found by a bunch of people. We don't care who have to listen to it anyways. It's like we want the people who want to listen to it listening to it. And, and they're going to find us. That'll so, happen on yeah, its own. Absolutely. Well, that's, that's actually why we kind of wanted to contact y'all because it's like, like I know that your audience is the kind of audience that we want. We want the kind of audience that's like, the they're not offended by, they're offended by much and they're probably yeah. pretty smart. You know, yeah. <laughs> so like that's yeah. probably it's questionable. Huge but compliment. Probably. I can't believe that's our audience. I'm actually complimented by our audience. Mm -hmm. When we get people who come on, I'm like, wow, you they're just commenting on our show. And I'm like, wow, they're so well spoken. Then they'll go off on a tangent in the chat feed. And we're like, I'm so proud that people want to listen to us who are intelligent, there are some that are well spoken, not so smart. but I they also like fart noises. That's a hard fucking demographic to find. I will it, say. It really is. It really is. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's why the I that's why the eye of Illuminat plop right in the middle of there was just fuck, dude. The visual that went into my head was <laughs> it was graphic. Yeah. Did you yeah. let, me, let me let me audio, <laughs> audio drama is a powerful thing. It, I, I'm serious. It's like forget TV and stuff. It's like you can watch someone TV and what you see is what you get. With audio drama, it's like if your imagination is that fucked up. You can come up with some fuck. <laughs> you can also come aboard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we all weren't allowed to watch TV when we were little. We had to read books and picture that shit in our heads. So an audio drama is like having a book read to you, but you yeah. still have to use your imagination, which is fantastic. Right. Yeah. So we we you know we want it to where people can you know do stuff and listen to it. That's the main reason why I've always loved why why main reason I always loved audio drama because I'm kind of a. I have to kind of be doing something all the time. He makes fun of me all the time. I'm, I always have to be doing something. If I'm just sitting there, I go a little crazy. So if I'm watching TV, just staring at a screen, I, my knee starts shaking. And yeah, I'm like, I, I got to get up. Well, I can't watch TV either. I mean, like I have to, I, I'm, we both are all either we're, if we're entertaining, we're going to listen to audio drama. Or we're going to listen to podcasts. Yeah. It's like, even if I'm pacing, I can't sit there and stare at a screen. Like we're sitting at a screen now because we're talking to you. But it's like it's different, though. It's a conversation back and forth. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like when when uh, when this show comes out, we're not going to have any screens because we want people to get away from their freaking screens, walk right. around, listen, do something else. You know, do something else. It's like it's so crazy. It's like the most annoying thing to me. It's like people watching stuff on YouTube all day. It's like what? Stop doing that. It's so I'm annoying. Gonna, I'm going to go on a wild guess here and. And I, I might be completely off. Joe and I have only mentioned it a couple times on the show. Knowing your background now, knowing your love of audio drama, did you guys happen to get raised listening to Adventures in Odyssey? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I actually have every... I, I'm, a, I'm an audio drama hoarder as well, and I never listen to them, but I have them. All of them on my hard drive. Yeah, Will we, I ever listen to them again? I don't we know. We grew up with my mom every saturday morning taking a fucking cassette tape and recording the radio station that that little half hour segment would be on 
We weren't allowed to listen to it until our car ride up to church because they took us to a church that was an hour and 15 minutes away for three fucking years. And <laughs> so we would, we, yeah, oh, Jesus oh, is right. Literally, yeah. literally, Jesus. <laughs> so we would listen to that on the way up as well as Down Gilead Lane, which is a whole other audio drama. Um, not, not nearly as well known and stuff, but I, when you guys, I, I just put those two together. When you guys said you guys love audio drama and you guys, I could tell... Just based on your age, your guys is uh, raising. I'm like, I, you know, I have a fucking feeling that they listen to that gay shit too. <laughs> yeah, it's hey, super great. Great yeah. Show. go fuck yourself. That was a great <laughs> well, not to be that. No, actually, to be that asshole, uh, I gotta go. Yeah, we actually probably need to get going too. My kid, we're actually recording <laughs> in my bedroom. And this, my this, this wouldn't be this sleep. wouldn't be an interview with you. If you got to finally tell, say, okay, we pushed it. Ben's got to go. Let's end the show. And yeah, I'm hitting my done button. Oh, I'm not going to give spoilers, but that general thing we were just talking about was my favorite part of the whole. In the script. Yeah. 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 Anyone's ever listened to our show. They know what happens every show. Yeah. So yeah. Every it's show. not going really to work. Ben's got to go yeah. to work. Yeah, he's got to get which, up early uh, in the morning. Sorry, guys. Which, uh, which uh, reminds me one one last thing I'm, we're gonna say before we get off of here. Um, we are uh, there's actually a couple of small little edits I'm gonna put in that that you guys haven't heard yet. They're not big. They're just little tiny ones. But I just want to let all the listeners. You guys are gonna get it for free. But I'm letting all the listeners know that. What we're going to be starting to do is we're going to be putting the entire audio drama un uninterrupted, um, complete as its own file, and we're basically going to be selling it for a buck. We're not trying to get rich, but it's going to be there one dollar. Go to our website; you get you get the whole episode without us talking for the next hour, and it's just the audio drama. And we're going to be selling them for a dollar. And yeah, you can be a total asshole and figure out that, hey, I can just get an MP3 splitter and cut it together and just make it myself. And I can do that for free. But it's a fucking dollar. And it's mostly to help us out a little bit to nothing else to pay for our URL for another month. And we're doing that also. So if people want to start, if people want to like what Ben was saying, you want to start having those little truth bombs that you want to hand out to people. Give them an audio drama, say, hey, we were in this. And they were they can be like, that was really entertaining, not realizing that they're getting an entire world education in a in a stupid little 20 minute audio audio drama that's pretty that's humorous, at least in my opinion. So yeah. um um so yeah, like I said, go um when this when this airs, you can go on our website. Uh, you can, like I said, download just the audio drama as it is. And uh, you won't have to listen to us if you don't want to. But if you do, awesome. That's kind of the but you'll you'll get more of the backstory if you listen to the whole show. But if you just want the audio drama, go on there. We're going to be having it. Yeah, I know this. It's kind of feels like because this is our first interview, like we're on your show. <laughs> that's what like, it feels it, it feels, feels like, like we're, we're on, on your show feels like we're on your now show. you're on our show so when i'm yeah. announcing thing is i'm like well i'm kind of interrupting no it's like this is my we're just used to it and we're excited to talk to you guys too yeah. i mean yeah. we, we're huge fans of what you're trying to do we all think it's a fantastic idea i mean as soon as we uh i guess you i think 
Josh left the yeah. message for Joe and we were like, when he played it, I was like, this is the best idea ever. And all three of us agreed. It was absolutely fantastic. Everyone, re we reached out to so many people we knew and they were like, this is amazing. I was going to ask like, you that. Have you received any emails yet? I got one from Janet. Janet, oh, okay. I've been corresponding with Janet quite a bit. And she's half, fantastic. I'm halfway in the middle of writing. We're hers. halfway in the middle of writing her, writing her oh, radio drama right now. Nice. Well, Which everyone we talked to thought it was amazing. So even if they're not willing to put themselves out I, there, that's for the thing. I think after I think after we get on this show with you, like after I think people are going to kind of after they hear our heroes in an enchanted land, <laughs> you know. After they hear that, and then they hear us talking to you, they're going to be like, oh, I get it now. And they're yeah. going to be like, okay, let's freaking they go will. on this. That's perfect. That's, that's how we are. We're like the bridge between funny and absolutely insane, yeah. crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah. And it's only we, it's only going to get better, especially when we start getting more people involved, especially when we get people that are better writers than me. Uh, I consider myself okay. There's people that are way better writers than I am. And, you know, don't flatter me. It's the truth. There are <laughs> some, some mad good writers out there. And that's the people we're looking for. And when we when this thing starts blowing up, we're going to be making stuff that it's going to knock the socks off of everybody. That, and that's another point um, we want to make is I actually have been uh, uh, collaborating with other audio drama websites that I guarantee you 99% of all of your listeners or everybody else of our listeners will not know. Like it's the old OGs of audio drama. Like, so, but there, there are shows that are so damn good that it, it will literally change the way you see the world. Like there's, and so I've, I've contacted some of them. I'm like, can we please, just if we just just to introduce some of this stuff to our community, some of the really amazing 20, 30 minute shows from your from your your company. And they've been extremely open to it. They're like, absolutely. Yeah. And we're having to be really honest about what kind of show we are. We don't want to be like, you know, yeah. tricking them into realizing, well, we didn't agree to this. You know, and then they find out we're talking about all kinds of stuff. Because we are like, not going to be politically correct. We are not no, going to be. That goes right hand right. in there's hand so with many not more giving people. a shit. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly Make what I was going to say, you. Ben. There's so many people who are going to be so on board with that that you might not even know. Just mm -hmm. go for it. Be your I'm aware of that, but it's more, like, it's more like the other companies. If we post their audio drama and all of a sudden it's like they're talking, we're talking about something like, oh, what, um, is the earth flat? Well, we don't like that shit. You know, we, we don't want to talk about like We don't want our audio drama. I told them, I was like, we talk about everything. No, so yeah. you need, I need to let you know for a poster show on our freaking it's stuff. In fiction format, though, it's not like you're promoting it as fact. Right, right, no, but still, oh, thes yeah. thespians <laughs> are weird. <laughs> yes. Lesbians are weird. I agree. <laughs> thespians are weird. Yeah. I mean, I, do, I get it. I get where they're coming from as a male. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well. Well, I I don't think people real people forgot that Ben has to go. Oh, right, Ben. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so, right, sorry. Go. Thanks, thanks, guys. guys. Thanks, Ed, for, uh, looking forward for to this fucking show. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But yeah, no, thanks, it's been it's, it's been absolutely great and an honor to have you guys on. And thank you so much for being a part of the 
the audio drama. It was so much fun. Uh, it was a. It, it was, was a, a, so much It fun. was almost a dream come true. I've been watching. I've been listening to it. I said, "Well, I can't say enough." We've been listening to this stuff my whole life, and to actually get my hands dirty and make one was euphoric. It yeah, really was. It was a lot yeah, of fun. I loved every second of it. And I, again, I can't thank you enough for being part of it. I really hope, and I, I believe that you guys will be a part of it again. And uh, you know. Just just well, keep that fun. passion, and as long as you don't give a shit what other people think, you'll find uh, happiness and meaning in doing it. So don't don't worry about who's listening, how many, this, that, and the other, whether they like it or not. As long as you keep that fire for what you want to do, it doesn't matter who gauges the success, it will be. Right. Well, we only cared what you think, Ben. Everybody else can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> it's an evil lair. Fuck <laughs> right. All right, guys. Thanks, guys. We appreciate right. it. Love you guys. Well, thank you so much. All right. You guys have a good one. Um, this has been awesome. Yep. True Theater Radio, y'all. Dot com. Go check it out. Get the get the get the episode. Oh, that was a close one. For reals. And as far as epic quests go, this has by far been my first. I couldn't be more proud of the both of you and honored to consider you as friends. Together, all three letter names. Together, three syllables. Together. Badass! Badass. <laughs> 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 oh my god, corny laughter is hard, guys. <laughs> Alright, whatever, figure it out. A few days later, our heroes are granted a meeting with the King of the Realm. Sup guys, what can I do you for? We have come to present to you the powerful Baseball Bat of Legend. Woohoo! My old man gave me super secret knowledge about the Baseball Bat. But I just always thought it was a myth. You're the freaking king in a fairy tale. And even you thought the bat was made up. Hey, that shit coming from the mainstream Medea is powerful stuff. You can't possibly know how accurate that statement is. Come again? Ugh, never mind. What was the super secret knowledge your pops told you about the bat? I guess seeing as you brought me the baseball bat that I didn't think existed, I'll tell you. My dad beat me day and night until I memorized the prophecy perfectly. And I think it goes a little something like this. For a hundred years while Medea would deceive, the Eye of Illuminat would be defeated by three. Then the baseball bat would be brought as a scepter to the king, and all the people would dance and sing. But the bat would have no power until one of the three gave it a name, because just baseball bat is kind of lame. But the name could not be given by the two that have a dick. It could only be given by the hot chick. And once she decided and the name is said, upon the bat she must write the name in red. Pretty straightforward for a prophecy. That could only be talking about Jen. I don't have any idea of what to name it. But you must give it a name. Would it help if I said I was legitimately into you? Hmm, yeah, it would. Someone, give me a red Sharpie. 
In big, bold letters, Jen wrote the words she used to describe the bat when she first saw it, a memory triggered by Joe's awkward confession of romantic feelings for Jen. The name she gave it was one single word, legit. The king then raised the bat to full height and declared, Behold, the legit bat. It's so legit, it will not quit. Just then, the legit bat glowed with the brightness of the sun, and its power filled the hearts and minds of all the people. The mainstream of Badia was cleared of shit water. Everyone unveiled their faces, for they no longer feared invisible plagues, and men no longer chopped their dicks off. Ben, Joe, and Jen were loved by all the people. But as for Joe and Jen, the only love that mattered was the love that glowed for each other. Well, guys, I'd love to stick around, but I gotta get going. I got work in the morning. Legit Bat has saved the realm, and now we live in peace. So you think we should get married or something? Only if you have your own Legit Bat. But we already gave the Legit Bat to... Oh, right. Joe and the Baseball Bat of Legend is a True Theater radio production. Featured in the cast were... Joe Hodgden of the Legit Bat Podcast as himself, Ben Hodgden of the Legit Bat Podcast as himself, Jen Hodgden from the Legit Bat Podcast as herself, Joshua James Earl as the narrator, Jonah Earl as the village elder, King Anthony aka Tonus, and the cult members. Music in this production was promoted by freestockmusic.com. Dragon Quest, Medieval Chateau, The Ultimatum, Adventure Beyond, and Town Song by Alexander Nakarada of SerpentSoundStudios.com Attribution 4.0 International License Refusing the Ultimatum by Arthur Vinke Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 Unported License This has been a True Theater Radio production Copyright 2022 True Theater Radio